I wonder if I'm going to record on both sides. I don't even know. I'm just going to hit record on two things, and then I'm going to figure it out after. Do you want to check it just so we don't record this whole thing and then... To be perfectly honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is the History Buzz. Welcome to the History Buzz, Kevin. So the History Buzz, we talk about history over a couple of drinks, and we just let the conversation wander where it may. So my our very first guest on the History Buzz is my brother, because, you know, when you're just starting with something and nobody knows you're about your podcast at all, you just reach out to the first person that'll respond to a text message. <laughs> Best to test it on right. your brother. Best to test it on my brother. We already learned like three or four lessons before we started recording. Hey, I need this browser. No, I can't hear you. Um, so, so thanks, Kev, um, for, for joining us on the History Buzz. We grew up together in California. And uh, Kevin, tell us very quickly in like two or three sentences uh, what you're doing right now and like just a quick backstory on you. For anybody that <laughs> two or three sentences. For, 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 any, for anybody yeah, that yeah. doesn't know you, like what you're doing now and, and you can have where more you grew up. Okay. What you're doing now and where you grew up. Sure. Right, right now, I, I'm involved in uh, higher education. I work at a small university in Ohio and um, working with students in student development, doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I have uh, kind of gone all over the place uh, since growing up in California. I did college in Oregon, um, was, lived in California for, for 10 years after that, um, got my master's down in SoCal. Um, in spiritual formation. And uh, three years ago, moved out to this tiny little Ohio state. So <laughs> there it is. Tiny little Ohio state. So so Kevin yeah. lives in, uh, you're not in Circleville anymore. No, it's Chillicothe. No. Chillicothe. 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 Yes. So even more difficult mm-hmm. to say and yeah. less likely that anyone would actually know where you live. Um, yeah, yeah. Fun, fun history fact about Chillicothe. Oh, it yeah, go for it. It was the first capital of Ohio before Columbus was. Oh, that's interesting. So that's actually that's actually good. Hang on to that because we're going to get into some regional history questions a little bit later. No one could probably say it, so they're like, "Let's go to some. Let's go to Columbus." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to go to Chillicothe? What'd you say? You want to go to Chillicothe? What'd you say? I'll have a coffee. You want to go to Columbus? Oh, okay. We'll go to Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Kev, what we're going to do on the history buzz, and we talked about it in our trailer episode is learn about how different people learn history. So we all learn the same history facts, right? So think about what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the Martin Luther King assassination. And so I'm going to, in in just a second, I'm going to let you kind of tell us what you remember learning about the Martin Luther King assassination. doesn't have to be detailed, nothing like that. Just what you remember. And then we're going to talk about things that we've seen, especially Jen through her graduate work, and being at the University of Memphis and being one of two white people in an all cl- in a class that's you know largely African American, and what they learned about the Martin Luther King assassination, living where they where they lived, growing up in the Memphis area or in the South, so we're learning about the different lens that each of us learn history through, with common, yeah. you know, very popular, well known historic events. Okay, so why don't you tell us what you remember learning about the Martin Luther King assassination? Man, okay, so 
<laughs> even now, I, I probably don't, I couldn't even tell you a lot about it, except that um, I knew that he was assassinated. I would say in my mind, what seemed to be at like the height of his influence in America. Um, uh, I think I knew that it was in Memphis. I, I honestly, I don't know if I could tell you much about it. Do you remember like, like who you remember assassinated him, like the circumstances surrounding it? Nothing. I literally, I don't, I couldn't tell you one, one fact except for the fact of where it was. Yeah. I, I know that it was a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, it was like, it was a huge deal at the time, of course. Um, and that it was a significant moment in history. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you anything. Did you know that there were a bunch of riots afterwards? Because I didn't know that. And when people brought it up everywhere, people wow. rioted wow. all across America after he was assassinated. Really? really? Yeah. I had no idea. They had told me in class and I said, and I raised my hand. I'm like, there, there were riots like everywhere. And they looked at me like, yeah. Don't, didn't you know that? And I'm like, no, I didn't even, no. I guess I, I didn't really know what the aftermath was besides everyone being in mourning, you know, yeah. but I didn't know there was any kind of civil unrest. Afterwards. Yeah. I, and Kev, I, I'm a lot like you. Again, obviously we grew up in the same areas, right? We're, we're brothers. So we grew yeah. up in the same household and I'm a lot like you, right? Having lived on the West Coast. And I'll be honest, like I knew Martin Luther King for Martin Luther King Day because that's close to your birthday, Kevin. Right. Right. It's it's you hit, yeah. Kevin's birthday usually mm-hmm. falls right around Martin Luther King, you know, weekend yeah. in January. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I knew, you know, and there's like always Martin Luther King boulevards all over the place. So whatever city you're in, there's a Martin Luther King Boulevard. And so I more knew, learned about him and what he did through civil rights and the things that, you know, and I have a dream and stuff like that. I honestly really knew nothing about, I'm like you, Kevin, I knew nothing about the the assassination other than he was like shot from across the street by some white dude. Yeah. And that, and I'm, if you had given me a multiple choice list of names of who shot him, I probably could pick out the name, but I wouldn't be able to tell it to you without, without some prompting. And, and to be honest, I mean, I could say I learned about the man, Martin Luther King Jr., but I I couldn't tell you a lot about him, right? I mean, I, you know, I have a dream speech and, you know, importance to civil rights and things. I, I, I mean, I could I could gloss over some stuff, but like, I, I couldn't tell you where he was from. I couldn't tell you. I didn't know what Selma was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until movie. you watched the movie. movie. Out, I was, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Until I watched the movie. I, mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't know about that kind of whole. Story. Yeah. And, and I would even posit too, not having, you know, the best memory about things that I was not particularly interested in school and history was one of those things that I wasn't interested in when I was going through high school and stuff it probably wasn't stressed that much. Sure. Well, and regionally. And regionally, right? Right. Having you guys are growing West up Coast, in California. We, or not, we don't live in the South. Now, Jen, how about you? Like, what do you remember learning about? And then why don't you tell us a little about, about kind of more what you learned that other people, yeah. kind of how they learned it in your through your graduate work? I can honestly say, like, until I started my graduate work, I didn't even know he was assassinated in Memphis. Until we moved to Memphis. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. I think I knew for sure 
it was when he wasn't home because I knew he wasn't from where he was assassinated at kind of like JFK. Like I knew he wasn't assassinated in his home area. Yeah. And I always knew it was one gunman. That's what I was taught. It was one gunman just like JFK. Right. Um, and then, and then when you hit your graduate degree in Memphis and you get bombarded with all the information, it's hard to remember what did I know before and what did I know after. So what did you, so what do you remember learning through your graduate work then? I just remember, you know, I'm in a class with a, a bunch of people who are African-American and we started talking about the Martin Luther King assassination and everyone started to talk about the FBI. And I said, well, wasn't it James Earl Ray? Because that's, I knew his name. Yeah, and that's who was convicted. And that's who was convicted. And everyone looked at me like I was crazy because everyone in my class n- knew it was the FBI. Like they... They learned that. Yeah. They knew that. And I was like, what? There's no way the FBI would. I'm not like they're so honest, but I'm like that they would be bombarded with people who know the truth now. And and so as we dug into it, it hasn't been conclusively proven, but there's so many things that when I started to learn about, like they never did bullet trajectory on Martin Luther King. They hmm. do it on. JFK. He's killed in 1963. And they had like they had the technique and the technology. Yeah. So they do it on JFK in 1963. Martin Luther King is killed in 1968. That's five years later. And they don't Mm -hmm. do it at all. So you can't tell exactly from what direction and from what area the bullet came from. And then that next day, they the bullet was fired across the alleyway. They clean out the entire alleyway so no physical evidence can be collected. And these are all yeah. Kev, these these are all facts. Yeah, this is Th- this facts. isn't like it's conspiracy crazy. theory. So I remember, and I was a, sitting there, a, going, and I read this in a book where it was all compiled by a historian, and I was like, "What?" And then um, there's a there's a fire station right across that same alleyway, and that day they had sent all their African American firefighters home early. Just the African American firefighters went home early that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I, I remember Jen coming home and talking about this, and I was like, I I couldn't like grasp it. I was like, wait a second, yeah. what? That yeah. sounds like conspiracy theory talk. But every it but does. Jen said everybody in her class was like, yeah, everybody knows this. Yeah, like, this is just. I've they've known this since they started learning about it. Yeah, and so when they mm-hmm. capture James Earl Ray, because he he runs, he flees, right? They, he gets away. He gets across um, the Atlantic. He's trying to fly from England, and they his passport gets flagged. They bring him back to Memphis, and all he does is plead guilty. He just pleads guilty, so they don't get a confession. They don't interrogate him or anything. He just pleads guilty, and then they sentence him to life in prison. And so then the very next day he recants and says, I'm innocent. And that's it. Nothing ever changes. He just stays in prison. So then Martin Luther King's family meets with him and gets the whole story. His whole story is that he was a patsy and that there was another guy who kind of set up everything and he just kind of did what he was told and he was given money to do this. And and he had photographs of this and everything and so it's just very interesting for me I, I kind of was like okay this is conspiracy theory but the interesting parts for me were James Earl Ray is not known for being any kind of gunman right like 
shooting weapons or any and this and Martin like Luther a King mark, a marksman. Yeah, like a marksman and Martin Luther King is killed with one shot one shot through his jugular from across an alleyway really and it's interesting because to take that one shot and to do that without ever practicing or without ever, he had bought the gun two days earlier, so he never shot that gun to practice with that rifle to understand if it had any special idiosyncrasies to it. It's just one shot. And so, and then, and this is the craziest part, Kevin. It's crazy, okay? In this book that we read, there was a police officer who practiced in the range at the police academy the whole day before the assassination with the same rifle that was used to kill Dr. Martin Luther King. No way. And police officer, a police officer. And that day that the shot was fired, um, he was off duty and he, he dies before he could be, he dies before this book comes out. And the guy who was working the range would never tell the truth about this story until the officer died. I know. And that's, they believe that it was him that fired the shot from below the window where James Earl Ray really was. And that's why they never did bullet trajectory. And that's why they cleaned out the alleyway. Yeah. So it's just, it's just crazy. crazy? I think it's just so interesting. I mean, it sounds conspiracy theory, but this is factual knowledge. That's all been compiled. Like it's not just some crazy internet stuff. Right. And, And it's interesting for us learning, learning this, um, and again, having our different perspectives, right? Kevin and I from the West Coast, mm-hmm. Jen being from the East Coast, but even, you know, you didn't really Mm-mm. know that much about it until you really started yeah. getting into your graduate work. So, so Kev, let's shift, yeah. let's shift topics here a little bit. What's the first big historical event that you remember happening during your lifetime? It's a natural event. I mean, I think the first thing I remember is... Um, the uh the san francisco earthquake um i think it was 89 that was north that was the north park one the one that happened down in la is that what you're thinking of no 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 no. do you remember the 89 one yeah oh yeah because it was um we were really young and i remember well because i because we felt it right i mean it was we felt the aftershocks we were um our neighbors had a uh, emptied out pool that they had filled with sand. Yep. You remember that? Oh yeah. I remember that, that was one of the first things I thought of. I was wondering which, what you were yeah. going to be. Um, and we were, we were in the it, playing in the sand and all of a sudden the sand just started jumping. Yeah. It was like, it's like vibrating like a good yeah. inch off the, off the ground. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the first thing I remember. Um, I think we ran home. Yeah. And, uh, and I think I, I think I asked my mom if Jesus was coming back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. For anybody yeah. who doesn't know us, we're, we're two pastors, kids, right? <laughs> so we've, we're, we grew up in a house full of church. And so the first thing we think is like, is it's the end times? Is yeah, Jesus yeah. coming? It's the rapture. Earthquakes. <laughs> The world's falling apart. Uh, it Jesus. happened October seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. All right, yeah. And it was a big. That was. It was like a big. That was like seven point one, seven point two, seven point two. So, Jen, do you remember hearing about? No, 
anything like that? <laughs> no. Not a thing. Yeah. And no, it yeah, says it, it has, causes, yeah, it causes billions of, of dollars in damage. Oh, yeah. Um, 63 people were killed, but 3,700 were injured. Well, what's what's interesting with things like that, and I, a part of it's the times, right? 89, it's still early, and I would, I would call it early-ish in media days. But I remember later in 96 when they had the earthquakes um, down in North Park, uh, or Northridge, the Northridge earthquakes, I remember very clearly that the next day, right, so power had been knocked out and there was riots, right? People were looting stores and things like that. And that started making more national news. So so at large events like that, if they don't cause some sort of societal kind of effect, largely it's not really going to be seen across the nation. Yes. Um, but uh, The reason I remember that one, I remember that. Yeah, uh, because it was on my birthday. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Speaking of birthdays, oh, that's I, I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, it was on my birthday, and I remember I, I was, I must have been turning twelve if it was ninety six. Yep. Um, and, and that's one of the things we're kind of excited about the history buzz, Kev, is is to hear what's your memory, what your first memory of something that yeah. you see as a large historical event. Because again, on the West Coast, those were some pretty well-known ones, yeah. right? Hey, the 89 San Francisco mm-hmm. earthquake. Everybody on the earth, on the West Coast, yeah. they all know it. If you grew up on the West Coast, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, the one that was in San Francisco, mm-hmm. they could probably give you a rough estimate of how yeah. big it was, right? Mm-hmm. What did I say? I said 7.1. You yeah. were like, yeah. She looked it up on her phone. Yeah. She's like, it was 7.2. Yep. Yeah. So, so all of us on the West Coast... Right, and we grew up with earthquakes. Right, we slept mm-hmm. through earthquakes. We, you know, at earthquake mm-hmm. drills, all that stuff. But you had that big one in '96. You said there was another one down in North Park. I don't think it was as big. Yeah. I remember that one because I'm older. I was in college. Yeah, and again, I think it's because it caused things like riots yes. and looting. Yes. Um, I mean, for for Kevin and I, the you know our the chimney fell off of oh. our grandma's house. Oh wow! You know. Um, so they actually had to repair that. Like they were lucky that was all that yeah. all that really happened. Yeah. Um, but I remember kids in '96 moving from that had been from Northridge. Their homes were destroyed. Oh wow! Moving from the Southern California up to central uh, to the Central Coast where we were, we were living at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always interesting. Again, regional, mm-hmm. some a little bit of regional history, and this will kind of lead into our third question here, Kev. That on the West Coast, if you say '89 people are either going to probably try to quote some sports stuff because I believe for the San Francisco earthquake that, that happened during yeah, World uh, Series. Uh, the World Series. The A's were playing the Rockies? It says it has World Series coverage. Uh, the A's were playing the Giants. The Giants. So the A's were playing the Giants, right? Again, this is something that most folks who were growing up in that time frame will, can crazy. quote. Yeah, because that's like what Crosstown World Series. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so that was a huge, huge deal out there. But then again, mm-hmm. Jen being out in Pittsburgh, you know, in Pennsylvania, you know, doesn't know anything about it, right? <laughs> I won't be surprised if Kevin's the only one who brings up. I remember the earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've also talked about it, right? And for that, for those regional historical events, but those are still things that you talk about as you grow up with your family units, right? You grow up with your family and you talk about things like that. And you remember because it impacts you so, so much more personally, 
right? Our grandma's chimney fell off her house and there was repairs that had to be done. And we remember talking about that as kids. It's the same thing probably for families that grew up, you know, in the South after Martin Luther King was assassinated. So their parents, so the people you went to graduate school, their parents were in that area when Martin Luther King was assassinated and they grew up hearing more of this regional Mm -hmm. news at the time in the 60s and 70s. And so they talk about to their kids when their kids go through school. So there's regional history and there's regional lenses Mm -hmm. that we all learn, not just in school, but through our family units as well. Sure. Absolutely. Talking about regional history. So one of the things that I was kind of curious about is, and you meant you alluded to it earlier, so some local Ohio history. So talk about some kind of like Ohio regional history stuff that you've learned. Because you, how long have you been out in Ohio now? Yeah, just three years. Um, so, I mean, it's, it is kind of, it's interesting to moving to a different part of the country where I've lived all over the West Coast and have friends all over the West Coast. And then to move to like, um, I called Ohio the vortex of America <laughs> earlier when I text to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's what I feel like it is. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, just like I said, Chillicothe, right, is the first capital of, of Ohio. How would you know that um, unless you lived here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I work with some people who are like really big into history. Yeah. Um, and they most of the time know way more than me. <laughs> that happens <laughs> about to me. everything. That happens to me every day. Kevin. <laughs> but, but Kevin, you know some cool stuff that I don't even think you know you know. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you what you know. No, Krispy Kreme, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. you taught I, me that. Oh yeah, talk I about that. Remind me. Remind that. remind me of that. There's um. The first Krispy Kreme is here in Chillicothe. I mean, there's it originally started down, I believe it's Portsmouth, Ohio, which is right on the border with Kentucky. And it's actually spelled with a C instead of like the national chain spelled with a K. Yeah. Um, and the they actually have some history on it at the donut shop. And it says like the... the um, n- someone worked at the store and actually um, left, went to somewhere on the East coast, Virginia or something like that. And they took, they took all everything that they'd learned from Krispy Kreme here and started what is now known as the Krispy Kreme yeah. donut. Krispy Kreme the world. national donut. Yeah. 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 I, so I'm, I'm glad you remember that Jen. Cause I didn't remember that. I thought that was you. neat. I remember the first yeah. time we visited you guys and you guys said, hey, we learned about Krispy Kreme. The original one's here and it starts with a C. And I was like, what? I was like, is that even a thing? They're like, oh, yeah, it's a big freaking deal here. You know, I mean, it's Chillicothe, Ohio, so they, they got a lot. It on, is. You know. but, it, but that's right. But like, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, not every every little town's got something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so there's an interesting little Navy bit of history. Do you remember what I texted you a couple months ago? little Navy history. 
So I, so, right, so the folks here on the, listening to the podcast, I'm in the Navy, so I'm in Norfolk now, and I visited the command I'm at, there's a two-star admiral who's in charge of it, and he lives on the Navy base. Mm -hmm. And so when you're an admiral, you get out, there's lots of stuff that comes with being an admiral. So he lives in one of the houses, it's this historical house on the Navy base. He lives in the Ohio house. And the Ohio house was actually modeled after a house in Chillicothe, Ohio. Shut up. I am not lying to you. I walked in, and they have this book, right? So there's Naval Historical Society because the Navy's been around for a couple hundred years. Now we're 246 years old as of next week. Um, And I'm looking at this book. I'm like, holy crap. That says Chillicothe. I know exactly where Chillicothe is. Does anybody else here know where Chillicothe is? And I go, I go up to the admiral after he kind of does some of the formal introductions and this, that, and the other. And he's saying like, and he mentions to the group, he's like, yeah, this is you know modeled after our house in Chillicothe, Ohio. And I'm looking, I'm looking around like I'm the, I've been the, I've been at the command for all of two days. I don't know anybody, but I know Chillicothe. But I was like, I, I know. In Chillicothe, Ohio, man. Like, I, I know Chillicothe. So I go up to the admiral. I was like, sir, I'm brand new here. I know Chillicothe, Ohio. Like, my brother probably lives down the street from the house that this is modeled after. And he just kind of looks at me. He's like, okay. Like, great, yeah. new guys. Like, he was, he, he was, he was very, he was very, you know, very generous and very uh, humoring of, of me being super excited about Chillicothe, Ohio. <laughs> but he did say that he and his wife are going to try to go there to, to visit the, to visit the house one day. The Krispy Kreme thing. I'm going to remember that. I'm, I'm going to remember that. If I don't I, want if, anything to do with if, Cincinnati. If I ever get a chance to talk to the Admiral again, I'm going to mention Chillicothe again. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh no. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, I was like, listen, do you know that the original Krispy Kreme is in Chillicothe, Ohio? And then maybe maybe he'll give me like an eyebrow raise. Like, yeah. oh, uh, some points. maybe this guy isn't weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if there's anything else he's going to visit while they're here, it, that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Now, the, what is also interesting, I did learn this the other day, that um, the seal of Ohio mm-hmm. is actually, and, and I mean, no surprise since Chillicothe is the capital, was the first capital, right? Yeah. Is actually the view from the Adena mansion, which is, was the governor's mansion um, at the time. It's the view looking at the hills uh, around Chillicothe. So if you oh. look at the seal of Ohio, it's actually where I live. That's cool. Hmm. I wonder if it was modeled off of the Adena house then hit their house the dina mansion that sounds yeah, like no an idea. important house there how big is their house oh the the navy house it's huge it's an admiral's house it's, it's, it's a big old house but it's all like historical and like yeah. it feels like i can't touch like half the stuff there so which is dangerous you, you get a bunch of navy officers that have been drinking so that's always dangerous <laughs> but okay well hey kev um Thank you for for coming on for the podcast. Um, I'm not going to drag it on for too long. I think you passed. You're the, you're the first guest. You passed, right? You passed the test. Oh, you, you went. Through, you went. You got through the three questions. You made it through the three gates. Yes. Um, you made it past the gatekeeper and the keymaster, <laughs> Jen and I. And um, we want to thank you again. Well, you know, maybe sometime in the future we'll, we'll have you on or have Amy on yes. for those listening. It's Kevin's Kevin's wife sister-in-law um but for those yes for for those for those listening thank you for listening to the history buzz if you were interested in being a guest on the history buzz you can reach out to us at the history buzz at gmail.com that is the history buzz 
at gmail.com. And until next time, my friends, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>